It's outside the box, trying to make waves. Today's topic is End the War. On August 9, 2017, Donald Trump uttered this challenge, quote, North Korea best not make any more threats to the United States. They will be met with fire and fury like the world has never seen, end quote. On September 19th, he threatened to, quote, totally destroy, end quote, North Korea. Pretty scary, eh? But why is North Korea firing missiles and also using bellicose language? Why challenge the U.S. when they are clearly outgunned, pardon the pun? Let's look at the situation, not from the U.S. point of view, but from a historical and a North Korean perspective. Until 1945, Korea was one country and people. But at the end of World War II, it was partitioned as part of the U.S.-USSR Cold War, with the U.S. administering the South and the Soviets the North. Mess number one. The North Korean government, led by Kim Il-sung, the grandfather of the current leader, attacked the South in 1950 as a response to credible reports of the South ready to attack the North. This began the Korean conflict. Mess number two. It's not clear how much the North Koreans initiated the action, as opposed to getting a strong push from China and or the USSR. About three million died, mostly Koreans, between 1950 to 1953. Mess number three. I use the term conflict intentionally since it was never a declared war. Like Vietnam and the Persian Gulf, among others, it was a presidential action only. And the Korean conflict has never officially ended. Mess number four. An armistice was signed in 1953, quote, to ensure a complete cessation of hostilities and of all acts of armed force in Korea until a final peaceful settlement is achieved, end quote. But no peace settlement has ever been reached. At least the North Koreans consider it just a ceasefire that could be broken at any time. There are still thousands of weapons, including almost 10,000 nuclear warheads, aimed at North Korea, from South Korea, the U.S., and other locations. And 28,000 U.S. troops are still stationed at 15 bases in South Korea. As far as the North Koreans are concerned, the war has never ended. Citing aggressive U.S. military acts, such as missile deployments in the South, North Korea has said several times it will no longer abide by the 1953 armistice. With that in mind, it began its nuclear weapons program in the early 1990s and now may have as many as 60 nuclear weapons. Economic sanctions from the U.S., most likely left over from the Cold War that demonized any communist government, have severely damaged the North Korean economy. Even China has limited trade with North Korea, probably to minimize regional tensions. But North Korea may feel the deterrent threat 
from its nuclear weapons offers more security than the loss of economic stability as a result of sanctions contributing to the country's insecurity. Finally, recent reports of Navy SEALs being trained to assassinate or abduct current North Korean leader Kim Jong-un have also increased tensions. It's hard for a country and its leadership to treat a threat like that one lightly. It's no wonder the rhetoric between macho politicians Kim Jong-un and Donald Trump has been so heated lately. It may seem foolish for North Korea to compete in the nuclear weapons race, but the history of U.S. interference and long-term threats is hard to ignore. Can we blame North Korea for feeling threatened by the U.S. to the point where it's building its own nuclear arsenal? I can't. What about you? How much blame would you place on North Korea versus the United States in this conflict? I'm Larry Danzinger. The stress that the U.S. and Soviets partitioned Korea in 1945 and it's still a problem today. 